Last week, I was talking to a mentor of mine, just a pastor that I know that I respect a lot, and I was saying how right now I just feel like I can't get ahead on anything. Like I'm just being reactive uh, and responding to things as they come, and I'd really like to be able to get ahead and be proactive. And the thing that he encouraged me to do is he said, Nate, you've got to make some time to step back from everything you're doing and not just be in the normal routine. Because whenever we're stuck in the normal routine, it's hard to get ahead. It's hard to be prepared for what's coming. Um, there's a leader that I like to follow. His name is Reggie Joyner. And he says that one habit of great leaders is they don't just work in it, but they work on it. They don't just work in it, but they work on it. And that's what my mentor was encouraging me to do. My dad, a lot of times as a kid, when I would come to him with a problem, he would say, buddy, let's take a step back and think about this. And isn't it true that in life, as you're responding to the normal flow of things, when you're just caught up in the routine, it's hard to really examine and prepare for what's next. What's interesting in the Gospel of Luke is in Luke chapter 3 and Luke chapter 4, the story moves out of the city and into the wilderness. John the Baptist is in the wilderness, it says, and three different times in Luke, it says that John the Baptist is in the wild. And he's in the wild encouraging people to examine their lives. And then in chapter 4, Jesus goes into the wilderness to prepare for his ministry that he's going to start in the rest of Luke. And so what we want to do for just a small two-week series is, as a church, take some time to step back from the normal flow of life to get out from being in it so that we can work on it. We want to help people step outside of the normal flow and step into the wild. And so that's why we've called the series Into the Wild. And so today we're going to talk about John the Baptist and hopefully I'm going to give you some helpful questions that you can use as we wrap up this year and you prepare for 2021 and what God might have for you in 2021. I want to give you some questions that might be helpful as you examine your life. And then next week we'll talk about Jesus in John chapter 4 and what it might look like for us to prepare for what God has for us next year. So that's what we're going to do. If you have a Bible and you want to follow along at home, Luke chapter 3 is where we'll be. Luke chapter 3, verse 2, it says, During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. And he went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. It says that he was he was proclaiming a baptism of repentance. The word repentance just means to change your mind about something, to evaluate, to examine your life and recognize that there are some things that I'm doing and some, some patterns that I'm thinking in that need to change. And he was doing a baptism of repentance. So he was doing a baptism of change. And here's why that's significant. In the ancient world, especially for uh, Jewish people, baptism was something for Gentiles. It was something for people who were not Jewish. If they wanted to become part of the Jewish community, then they could get baptized. 
and that was like a sign that they were washing away what used to be the old and they were stepping into this new thing. But John is doing this baptism of repentance for Jews. And the reason that's significant is John is saying, hey, everybody has some things that need to change. Everyone needs to examine their lives and everyone needs to look at at the mirror and decide what are some things that might need to change in me. And so that's what he's doing. And his message is pretty dark, but it's also really wise. Here's what he says in verses seven through nine. He said, therefore, to the crowds that came out to be baptized him, this is out into the wild. He said, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Verse 9, even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear, bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. John's message is really simple. It's, hey, here's the wise thing to do. And this is still true today. This is how wise people make decisions. They live with the future in mind. They don't do what makes most sense right now or what sounds now, but they, they make decisions based on what would be best in the future. They live with the future in mind. And John says that a day is coming in the future when God's wrath is going to be revealed. That God is going to be angry with sinners with people who have patterns in their life that need to be changed. And so that's why he's warning them, hey, be changed. Live with the future in mind. There's a day coming when you're going to have to give an account for what you do. So prepare for that day. And then he says that your life is like a tree. And if you're going to prepare for this day when God's going to come down, then here's your options. You can either bear fruits in keeping with repentance, or you can change and you can start to fruit, or you can be chopped down. Those are your options. And so he's encouraging all of these people who are coming into the wild to listen to him. He's saying, make the wise choice. Live with the future in mind. Now, like I said, that is still an excellent, excellent principle. And so people start to ask, so what does that mean for me? How would that affect my life? And so he says, you know, you need to be generous. And then some tax collectors come and they're like, well, what should we do? And he says, you need to, you know, do the right thing, not exploit people. And then some soldiers come and they're like, well, what should we do? And he says, you should live justly. You should do the right thing as someone who has this power that's been entrusted to you. So he starts to apply what this might look like to live with the future in mind to different people and the reason that's important is he's saying this might look different for you. Depending on your situation in life, what you need to change might be different. But the principle is still the same, that you need to live with the future in mind. And in order to adjust your life, you need to come into the wilderness. You need to step back and not just be in your life, but actually start to work on your life, to start to examine what are the things in me that need to change. And people start to do that. They, they start to get baptized. They start to say, yeah, I want to be somebody who, who changes. And they start to think that John the Baptist maybe is 
the Messiah, the person that God has sent to restart things, to make things new, to, to redeem the creation and to redeem the people. And he says, I am not the one that you're looking for. I am just here to prepare you for that one. And we're going to meet that one next week when we talk about Jesus and what he does in the wilderness. But what you need to hear right now is just Jesus has come so that people who are messed up and sinners can be forgiven of their sins. In a greater way than John, Jesus has come to bring a new start for people. And maybe as you wrap up your 2020, you need a new start. Jesus is the one who can offer it to you because he has come to die on the cross in your place, to be raised from the dead, to offer you that new start. So you can trust in Jesus. But as people who trust in Jesus, I think that we can still heed John's message as we look forward to 2021. And that is, we can examine our hearts, we can examine our lives, we can take time to step back from the normal flow of things, to carve out time to work on it. And so something that my dad used to do um, when I was needing help examining things or when I was needing help evaluating my life is he would give, he gave me these three questions. And I want to share these three questions with you. And what I would love for you to do as you wrap up 2020 and move into 2021 is just ask these three questions as it pertains to some areas of your life that might need to change. Here are the questions. First, where am I now? Where am I now? Second, where do I want to be? Where do I want to be? And third, how am I going to get there? How am I going to get there? It's very basic. If you want to create a plan for your life, if you want to have a vision for your life, if you want to make some changes in your life, those are three simple questions that I think are in the spirit of what John the Baptist is saying here to change. So where are you now? Think about this in relation to a few areas of your life. Where are you as it relates to your relationships? If you're married, what is your marriage like now? What would you want it to be like? And how could you get there? What could you guys do to work on it? Not just to be in it and going through the normal routine, but to work on it and think, how could we get where we want to go? Maybe this is what you need to think about as it relates to your friendships. Maybe there are some friendships that are really healthy that you'd like to encourage and foster. Maybe there are some that are not so healthy that you either need to uh, improve or maybe step away from. Where are you now as it relates to your friendships? Where do you want to be? And what would it look like for you to get there? Think about this uh, in regards to your parenting relationships. If you're a, a parent, you could think about this with your kids. Where are we now? Where would we want to be and how could we get there? Um, you could also think about this not just in your relationships, but with your finances. Maybe as you wrap up 2020, you have a lot of debt. And maybe that's just a burden to you. And that's one of the main stressors in your life. Just be honest about that. Where are we now? We're in this situation. Examine, where are we? Where would we want to be? And how can we get there? Maybe you could do this with your professional life. Where am I now? As I think about work, what are the things that I'm satisfied with? What are the things I'm dissatisfied with? Where am I now? Where would I want to be? What can I do to get there? 
You could do this with your spiritual life. As you think about your relationship with the Lord, as you move into 2021, where are you now as you wrap up in 2020? What would you like your relationship with the Lord to be like? And what are some practices that you might need to take to get there? You could also do this with your inner life. By inner life, I mean the stuff that only you know. Your thought life. Are you on a path of avoiding sin or making excuses for sin? Or are you on a path of confessing sin, being honest with the shortcomings in your life? Where are you now? Where would you want to be? And what would it look like for you to get there? Are you on a path of judgment or compassion towards other people? In your mind, when you hear about someone else's failure, do you tend to judge them or do you tend to have compassion for them? Where are you now? Well, in light of what Christ has done for you, where should you be? Where do you want to be? And what does it look like for you to get there? You can apply that to all kinds of areas of your life, but the, the goal as we move out of 2020 into 2021 is to take some time to step back, to step out of the normal routine into the wild to be able to work not just in it, but on it. Does that make sense? So that's what we're encouraging people to do as we wrap up 2020 and move into 2021. Let me tell you why this is so important. If you want to be a leader, if you want to be somebody who, who you look back and you're just proud of the things that you've done, you're proud of the life that you've lived, if you want yourself to be better in 2021 this time than you are right now in 2020, then you've got to be the kind of person, we've got to be the kinds of people who, who lead ourselves. Um, I want to read this quote to you. I just dropped my note, but we're in the wild. So the wind's blowing just a little bit. Um, I, I want to read this quote to you as uh, we wrap this up. This is from uh, Thomas Watson. He was the leader of IBM for a long, long time in the uh, 20th century. And here's what he says. Nothing so conclusively proves a man's ability to lead others as what he does from day to day to lead himself. Nothing so conclusively proves a man's ability to lead others as what he does from day to day to lead himself. Listen, as you think about what you want your life to be like in 2021, would you become the kind of person who, who leads yourself? Here are three quick decisions that you need to make if you're going to lead yourself. This is from a pastor named Andy Stanley. It's so good, I thought I had to share it with you. Here are three decisions you've got to, to make if you're going to lead yourself well. Here's number one. I will not lie to myself even when it makes me feel bad about myself. As you start to, to work on it, you start to think about your life and you're, you're asking those questions, here's a commitment you've got to make. You're not going to lie to yourself even if it makes you feel bad about yourself. You've got to be honest. Here's the second decision that you got to make. I will prioritize what I value most over what I want now. I will prioritize what I value most over what I want now. Here's the third. I will not attempt to lead myself by myself. I will not attempt to lead myself by myself. Here's why this one's so important. Is as a church, the beauty of a faith community is that we come together in this. Christianity is not meant for you to be the Lone Ranger, you know, man or woman who's, 
you know, off just in the wild by yourself trying to figure out how to become a better person. Instead, we want to walk with you. This is why groups are important. This is why being part of a community is important, is we can actually help each other become more like the people God wants us to be. So here's the challenge for you as we wrap this up, is take time as, as, as you think about moving to 2021 to step back out from the normal flow into the wild to work on who you're becoming in 2021.